Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Listening to DIY Money. Are you caffeinated? Boy, am I <laughs> caffeinated. A booyah. Yeah, I love it. And this show just gives me life. I love it. I love helping people. There. Let me tell you something. If you're in a funk, little here's a little life advice. Cue life advice music, please. Thank you. Uh, if you're in a funk, help somebody. Just help them. You don't even have to say anything about it. Just help them. And... Do it without expecting anything in return. And I'll tell you right now, you will feel great. You'll feel great. There you go. Can't, you got nothing, huh? Nothing? Uh, I will do that today and feel great, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You're do doing you it right now. You're doing it right now because we got a great question from LaRonda. LaRonda, hit us with your question. D-I-Y. Hi, my name is Miranda. Um, my husband and I are currently renting a family's home and and we're considering purchasing it, but um, our finances are, we're basically needing to develop the budget, you know, pay down credit cards and stuff like that. So I'm trying to understand what, what do I do first? Do we continue to rent and pay down debt or do we save to be able to purchase the house. Technically, we don't have any savings right now at all. Um, so we're kind of starting with the $1,000 fast cash and then doing the two months expenses. Um, but then, so do we do saving for a house after those two steps are done? Or um, do we save for the home purchase simultaneously? Daniel, what do you got? Great question here. Let us hear your answer. All right. Well, we don't know. I mean, you share with us some of your financial situation. We don't know the whole thing, so we can't make a very definitive uh, what you should do in this case. But from what you've shared with us so far, it sounds like you are beginning the financial responsibility journey. Uh, you talked about paying down debt, saving up the fast cash, et cetera, et cetera. Sounds like you're early in that process. I would say at this juncture, based upon just that information that you shared so far, I would say take your time. Uh, there's no rush to go from renting to owning because with owning, you own all the other problems that come uh, with housing. You own all the benefits too, uh, but you also own uh, any of the um, adverse sort of things that come with housing, such as uh, maintenance and repairs and so forth. Uh, also, I'm always skeptical. What, what threw me off really in this question, not what threw me off, what threw my radars up in this question is I'm always skeptical when a landlord wants to sell. So you said that you are renting uh, a house and thinking about buying the house that you're renting, like the landlord wants to sell it. And I'm always very skeptical of that because that means that the landlord sees opportunity to cash out uh, potentially, or they see some maintenance expenses coming up. Um, so so they're, they're either thinking they can get cash out of the property uh, by selling uh, at an opportune time, or there's certain things they don't want to add into the property cash-wise via maintenance. And so they, they, 
they see some type of opportunity there. Odds are, unless you have a, unless you were friends with this person before renting, they have no concern for your, like your financial well-being. Um, they're just your landlord. So for them, it's a business transaction. And if they're, you know, an astute landlord, they're going to do what's best for them and what's best for their business. So uh, my radars go up with that. That's something that you have to assess personally and, and see if it's a good deal. I don't know where you're located. Did, she didn't say where she's located. Did she? No. no okay. Uh, I didn't catch it in there, so I didn't think so. Um, in most places right now, uh, barring some of the extremes on the coasts, uh, a lot of times right now, it's actually cheaper from a math perspective to rent, or it's about the same. If you were to, for, I'll use Lexington, for instance, because we are renting. Um, if we were to buy the house that we're in right now, pay the mortgage, the insurance, and the taxes on it, we would be paying per month about the same that we are renting for. Now, the caveat with some of that math is the mortgage portion of that is fixed um, going forward if you get a 30-year you know, mortgage that's fixed, uh, while the taxes and insurance would go up, unlike the rent, which will probably um, you know, adjust at the end of each lease and so forth. But relatively speaking, uh, in those type of circumstances where you can rent for the same, uh, effectively the same price as owning, but with owning, you then have to pay for the maintenance, repairs, etc. Plus, you have now locked down your mobility and so forth. There's, a, there's other non-tangible benefits that come with buying, etc. But I, I think it's an interesting time that you can essentially rent for the same price as owning in a lot of places. So one thing she said, and I picked up on, I could be way off here, is it just is weird that she would say a family's home. So I wonder if if it's a family member. Uh, mm. it, you know, because she said that. That just sounds, you wouldn't say that. You're not renting a family's home. You're renting a home. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's a family dynamic there. Maybe, you know, somebody, an extended family member is renting their home and, and the intent was to buy it. I, I don't know. Here's the thing I'll I'll share with that is be very very careful with family business transactions, real estate transactions, etc. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no, Will Robinson. Danger. Um. So I want to compartmentalize your question, and I could be you could be going now, Quint. You're way off here, <laughs> and that's okay. But maybe it's going to be helpful for somebody else who's listening. Is um unless that's a predetermined. You know, someone helped, someone bought the home. Your objective was to go in, rent, maybe improve your credit, help your cash flow, and then eventually buy it. That was sort of the unwritten, you know, maybe or even written uh, communication. Okay, you know, that's fine, I guess. Um, I would caution anyone against that. Anyone against that. That get, it comes with strings, it comes with challenges. Is it impossible? No, it's not. And if there's a parent wants to help out a, a son or daughter, or you know, that's fine. Or somebody. I mean, I saw this a lot in the financial crisis. People were upside down. Family members moved in uh, to help with the the rent and the payments, or uh, sorry, the mortgage, and they did it in the, in the form of rent. So again, I'm going to stop on that rabbit hole, but I just want to throw up the caution flag that if you have not, if you're helping somebody out, you're trying to kind of blend some kind of family arrangement in here i just be very very careful all right flipping the script let's go to the other side bravo for you and heading on the right path you're using all the right words which tells me you have been listening you're you're on the right path i want to throw one thing in i prefer a three-month uh um uh, emergency fund you mentioned two so maybe our wires got crossed on there two is better than none two 
one is better than none. I mean, just an emergency fund, period. So I don't think you do anything different than what you're doing right now. I don't see if you were if you were just saying, hey, we're down, you know, there's a house for sale. I want to buy the house. The first thing, if you were in my office, the first thing I would ask you is, well, let's take a look. Do you, do you have an emergency fund? Well, no. Do you have a down payment? Well, no. Well, then you're going to be borrowing a tremendous amount. You're going to be paying mortgage insurance premium because you don't have the 20% down. You're, what happens if you're H? So now you're going into winter. Maybe you're not in the you know, winter states. I don't know. But uh, you know, all of a sudden, the HVAC goes out. Uh, your furnace is done. You know, you're a homeowner. Now what you're doing is you're going down to Lowe's. You're having them come out. You're putting it on the Lowe's card. There goes a new, I mean, no. I, I mean, that is a recipe for disaster. So absolutely not. Just keep on the path you're on, and you're on the right path. So bravo to you. Get that fast cash. Pay down any ancillary nonsense credit card debt or anything that's out there. You mentioned we don't have savings. Get the savings. You do those things, then you start looking, and then you go, okay, we need 20% down for a home purchase so that we can avoid the PMI. By this time, it's going to take a while. Yeah, you're like, Quint, that's years down the road. You know what? It takes years, especially if you're not in a great financial situation. There is no quick fix. I want to stress this. Now, can you get after it? I love what Dave Ramsey says, gazelle-like intensity. I love that. Go get a second job, a third job. You might be going, Quint, we're already doing that. Bravo for you. That's exactly what you should be doing. I think it's wonderful. Put all the effort and intensity behind following the steps, getting on your budget, somebody taking the CFO lead, somebody taking the supporting role, everybody on page, set those family goals. Here's what our objective is. We want $1,000 to put away. We want to make sure we have an emergency fund. We got Christmas coming up. What are we going to do there? Who do we have to say no to in order to make sure that we stay on our budget? Can we do all the things we want to do? Boy, kids, spring break's coming up. Should we go on vacation? No. I mean, be disciplined. Follow your course of action, the goals that you've set forth, and then and only then set a target to say we want to be homeowners. We want to be homeowners, and that's a choice. Some people don't even make that choice. That's fine. Sometimes I hate homeownership. I'll be quite honest with you. My goodness, I wish I could just rent. Forget about it. Nonetheless, you say, hey, we want to be a homeowner. We want to put 20% down. We put 20% aside. Then you find the home. You put it down. You do it on your terms. And I can tell you, that's the way to go any time you're looking at buying a home. Anything else to add, Daniel? I think that covers it. Uh, if you're going to do it, do it responsibly. I love it. Excellent. That was a great question, and we appreciate you uh, sending us that question. If you're new to the show, this is how it works. You get on your smartphone, make an audio recording, voice memo, send it to us in the email. DIY, what is it? Podcast at <laughs> DIYMoney.org. Podcast at DIYMoney.org. It'll go in our queue. Q-U-E-U something. Q-U-E-U-E. Yeah. -E, the Q. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, I got in this habit. I was like, you know, I got to start telling people what we got their voice or their voicemail. And uh, so I sent them, I put this automated, you know, message every time we got one. So I made sure they know what we got it. Hey, we got it. It's going into the Q. C-U-E. Daniel reminds me, uh, Quint, that's not how you spell Q. So there you go. Boom. Showing my flaws. Anyways. All good. Goes into the queue, and then we pull it out, and we put it on air. And if we choose to use it for an episode, Derek, the intern, sends you $25 gift card to Amazon. Way to go, Derek. 
So, LaRonda, you will be getting a $25 Amazon gift card in the email. We thank you so much for that question. Let us know how it goes. I want to hear in a couple of years or six months or whatever. Send us a quick note. Said, hey, we did what you said or we didn't do or this, that, and the other. We'd love, love to know how some of these things play out. All right, you have been listening to DIY Money. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do it for a very long time. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.